here it is, another episode of the Infinite Banter Podcast. Thank you for checking out the show. My name is Mark Jell. Big up to my man, Channel 7. He was on the most recent episode. Go check out his album, Universal Law, with Dre Cobbs and DJ Real One. Just a straight banger. Been playing it like crazy. Check out that episode if you have not heard it. There are three songs from that album featured in that episode. So definitely go check out Channel 7, Universal Law, with Dre Cobbs and DJ Real One. And check out his podcast, Sports Life and Hip Hop, on YouTube. Today's episode, I'm really excited to talk to the one and only, the legendary lyricist, the rhyme inspector, Percy P. Been in the game for 30 years. I'm going to talk to him about his career and, of course, the one and only battle he had with Lord Finesse back in 1989. Play a couple songs of his, especially that new one with Chuck Chilla making music. Also wanted to promote on July 9th, 9 o'clock Eastern, Thursday the 9th, UMCs versus Artifacts. Cool Kim representing the UMCs and Elder Sensei representing the Artifacts. We go in head-to-head brought to you by The Crate. So go on Instagram, follow Cool Kim, follow Elder the sensei follow the crates check them out next thursday july 9th nine o'clock eastern eight o'clock central it's gonna be the umc's versus the artifacts it's gonna be some legendary shit so definitely check them out follow the show infinite banter on all media social platforms like twitter at infinite banter instagram at infinite banter podcast facebook at infinite banter there's a youtube channel clips from all the past guests are on there listen to the show on all digital platforms like itunes spotify stitcher Castbox, mixcloud all digital platforms the show is there all right before we get started before we talk to the one and only percy p this show never starts until the devastating mic controller dmc says these words right here yo yo what's up this is me dmc the k-i-n-g the greatest mc in history and right now you're listening to infinite banter because we will banter on forever because this is the only place for all of y'all to ever be i be infinite banter before we talk to Percy P, let's go ahead and play a song of his. This right here is Legendary Lyricist featuring Mad Lib off of the Perseverance Remix album. This is Legendary Lyricist, Percy P featuring Mad Lib. And after this song, you'll hear from Percy P himself right here on the Infinite Banter Podcast. Yeah, uh, Percy P and Mad Lib. What y'all know about this? Bronx Angeles shit. Some caps for me, must be the green of see my ad sunny. I'm a turf horse, trying to flirt more to jerk with a work for, but I'll leave him dirt poor and under this skirt, so a whole hitter for show. Nigga, walk in the stove with a gold digger, cold getter for ends, leave over lower, no figures. Like magazines, stacking green, plus my tracks are mean. Soon as a rapper seem like happy team, I lack esteem. Skills is great, but still you hate those without deals. Will they chill? The made pockets filled with pay from two till this ain't. Sit diddy, bro, with his pretty hoe. Didn't want to give me dough. Went up in fat beast, check my track sheet. She came out where he go. Hoes out enticed without mowing the ice. Flow is so nice. Round me to make dough, my advice is you lower your price. Lesson to learn, don't crowd around the gunpowder. I'm about to blow and leave that without a commission to burn. Yo, y'all know how it goes with this. Person P, legal, legendary, lyricist. All my niggas up in there hearing us. All the honeys up in here feeling us. This man's a rap legend to advance for cats. Dances packed with fans, just back and hook looking rams of crap. When female fans listen, they man's pissed in the stands. Hissing, hating, cause I'm self employed with ambition and advance. Listen, met me in Rose, said I'm sexy and dope. Respect me, your hope I get signed. I ain't on the streets, kept me afloat. It's written, your lanes ain't hitting the shame. Spitting the same to get in the game. Got him a grind, it and bitchy complaints. Spits grows, so what if it's old or brick cold? Like it's dope off the street. Stores get yours, and not a bit so. Dropping real old shit, rockin' still. On the block and chill on my feet. Hold your heat like my peeps in cotton fields. Click hitter, your bitch 
nigga and every chick with another trick Get her in bed without six figures Never blow a check and use dope for sex I know you're vexed but show respect Cause I grab my roller decks and see which hoe is next Y'all know how it goes with this Percy P, lethal legendary lyricist All my niggas up in there hearing us All the honeys up in there feeling us What? Stone's throw What up, y'all? This your friendly neighborhood fly guy, Cool Kim, a.k.a. NY All the Idea with that demo music. Chilling with my good brother, DJ Soundwaves, on Infinite Banner Radio. You're checking out the Infinite Banter Podcast. I am Mark Jolliffe, a.k.a. DJ Soundwave. And right now, I am thrilled to be joined by a dude who's been in the game for over 30 years, the legendary lyricist, the rhyme inspector, the one and only Percy P. What's going on, Percy P? I'm good, I'm good. I'm good. Everything you got right, everything you got right, feel blessed. I'm still around. Persevering in the game, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, but, without... um, You know, I feel blessed to have opportunity. Thanks for having me on your show, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I appreciate back, it, man. Uh, fireworks, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, they got fireworks going off behind you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Everything is all right, man. I'm just, I'm still, I'm happy I'm still out here and with social media. You know what I'm saying? We can kind of let people know what we're doing now. Okay? Artists in the past, you know, we're still active. Yeah, where could uh, people find you on Instagram? I saw that you do the uh, the IG live and you interact with the fans. Talk about how that's been and your re- interactions with the fans have been like. Oh yeah, yeah, the IG live. Sometimes I, I hardly do it, but I need to do it more. But you know, usually we just post it on regular Instagram. Just in the IG TV, sometimes I need to add more content. But um, you know, I definitely have a lot of post on my on regular IG at the real Percy P. And I definitely, you know, and this time with the live videos kind of good because I do have a lot of like footage from tours and stuff like that. I need to start uploading all this content that I've been sitting on for a minute, you know. So let's talk about how you first got started in the game, man. I mean, you go back like 30 years. Talk about growing up and, uh, you know, how you first got started in the hip-hop game. Well, I started bombing since 1979 in front of the South Bronx. That's where I'm from. I was in part of the club, Patterson. Patterson House also with, with A.G. from Showbiz and A.G. is from as well. And the uh, spot where I battled Lord Finesse, the legendary location. You know, yes. Uh, 19, you know, but, uh, but yeah, I grew up 
in the Bronx and back in the 70s. You know, they had a lot of, like early 70s, a lot of park jazz. You know, the sound system DJs putting up the sound systems out in the park playing music. And that was going on like a lot of places, you know, all over the Bronx, looking housing projects and stuff. So I grew up where they had a lot of those park jams. And I just thought as a kid growing up, never knowing one day I would actually be making records, but that's what inspired me. The earlier park jam kept this cruise and, you know, random crews. A lot of them didn't make records, but there's still a lot of crews out there. But you know, also the people that was like going, that was more popular with people like the Cold Crush Brothers and Experiments, Flash, Fears, Father, like the actual pioneers after Ben Barnum sort of time for. But a lot of them early pioneers used to record their parties and stuff too. It's a sort of spots like Stardust Ballroom or the um, Disco Fever, the T Connection, Harlem World. So different locations, and a lot of times when they do these parties, they used to be recording at the same time. So a lot of those recordings will probably be sold at the next party, you know, next time they so a party that have like different tastes from different jams or you know, indoors and some sometimes outdoors. Sometimes other uh, crews might come out and park, but then in the wintertime you might be at school, you know what I'm saying? The gym or like cafeteria area or in some clubs, you know. So that's what inspired me. Just listening to them tape until records started being made, you know. Early records like, you know, people like Blast, Superior Five and um First Blow Records the early hip hop, you know what I'm saying? Foundation right there. Purchased. Yeah, so you know that's definitely the foundation uh, what, what people are doing now. You know, I always pay homage to all the cats, and you know they still around. Like some of them cats still around, like Treasure Street, like Kumo D, Special K, LA Sunshine, Phyllis Four. Like you know, them cats are still around. Those are like the cats that really inspired what I'm doing now. You know what I'm saying? And I don't care for you know dance, dance rappers. You know, Treasure Street, Phyllis Four, kind of Cash, Cold Crush. So yeah, you know, some of them are still active like Nelly Mel, he's still getting down right now, kinda cast still spitting. Matter of fact, Tito from the Phyllis Four, I actually rap on the song with him and Grandmaster Cass. It's on for my man Big D. Big D and E D Mobi. They have an album called This Is My Life. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up too, yeah. So one of the songs features me, um, Grandmaster Cass. Um, it was a big D song, but I'll be joining kind of like the cat, Peter from um, Peter Gunn, you know, it's a good song. That's a joint with Raph from Dirt Platoons on that song, too, and he's been on the uh, podcast here, so that joint's a banger, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that opportunity, and uh, there's another song on that album that features me and Roy Flush and, and I'm Nick the Exotic on the main source song, Fake and Punk. You know, my man Big D, so, you know, but he's also working on a new album called It's Still My Pain. I'll be on that album as well. So, you know, just staying active and a lot of stuff, you know, people can kind of see on my YouTube channel that need to pick up subscribers. So, I hope people really, you know, do that, pick the numbers up. But, um, yeah, I put a lot of content, the old and the new, you know, just kind of pull people, kind of get them updated to what I'm doing now and put a lot of my history in as well. And I have, you know, I have live clips shows, performances, like tours, footage, and all that. Things like, like video game placement, all the put like um, links to all these things. So it's just a part of my history. I just try to lighten my followers on some of my accomplishments and things like that. So that's, that's what I try to do. Through social media, keep them posted now because of the corona situation going on. Man. Now kind of like, you have to do that more than ever. You know what I'm saying? So artists have to figure out ways to... Try to be creative and stay relevant. So I've always been one to like 
hands on orange just to hit the streets and push product. But now we can't really do that, so we've got to kind of sort of sort of just um, using social media, which we're, artists always usually don't even do that anyway. So that's nothing for us, so we always use that to promote what we're doing, but we just got to do it more. And for those that actually toured, like myself, you know, got a chance to do that, to take some of that content and just post it and keep people just seeing me in my element, you know what I'm saying? All like tours and stuff like that, man. So I tell you about that, but I definitely had to upload more of my footage. Yeah, I remember here in Chicago, I saw you perform twice. Might have been three times. The Scion shows at the Metro, and the Metro uh, here in Chicago, I, I just saw that it's closing. Oh. It's not going to be around anymore because oh, of COVID-19. Yeah, the last one I performed out there was Metro Tour was with MOP. I remember that. It was with a group, Connie Price and the Keystones, a live band yeah. from L.A. But I actually did like five tours with them. Yeah, I was on the three album, and um, they have an album called Tell Me Something, and another album, a new album called Lucas High. And I'm featuring on like both of the albums. But Lucas High, you know, have a lot of like big game artists on it as well. But um, yeah, man, it's, I'm, I did tours with them guys. Sion used to sponsor them tours, so, you know what I'm saying? But the artists, they always had me like opening up for each show, each tour. But the five tours that I did do with them, I was sponsored for um, Sion was a tour one time with um, Brand New Beans. I remember APMD, uh, nice and smooth. But yeah, the last time I was with MOP, and I remember, but yeah, I met um, Crucial Conflict at that show. They, I didn't know they did. Matter of fact, I put footage of that when they met me on my YouTube playlist. So you go on that playlist called Percy P Songs and Features. You know, I have clips of artists that I know. You know what I'm saying? And I do that besides my music videos and songs. I put like clips of artists that I know that. You know. Yeah, I saw you Yeah, before a two-short show. I, there was one with Buckshot and Special Ed. And Connie Price and the Keystones, they played with those uh, those artists. So it's kind of cool seeing a band play with, you know, some of these major hip-hop artists like yourself when you came out there. So those shows are memorable, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they learned new music, man. They really good. You know, there's some good clips that I'm like, hey, mama did a show with them in Big Daddy Kane. You know, Wild Child. And they play, they learn your music, man. They like to play a song. It's good footage of them. And, and on YouTube, they're playing with Big Daddy Kane. Good quality recording. And like right there, and you can feel it sounds like they real songs. But just, ah, you know what I'm saying? And, um, really good quality. You guys are good. And I appreciate them putting them on. And I remember, like, before the show, you you came out. That's how I met you. You handed out the CDs, and they're selling them, like, you know, like you're talking about before, all this era where you can't really go out and do concerts anymore. But I took a picture with you, and, you know, big up for that, and the CDs and everything. I've been a fan ever since, because I just like how you were just so personable with the fans out there, you know. And oh, it, yeah. it was really cool. Yeah, no, nah, I appreciate that, too. You know, that's what kept me going, just meeting people. You know, sometimes artists got to feel with the followers feel, you know what I'm saying? Get out there and just meet people and kind of get a feel of where your music what they appreciate about you and the songs that might really be hitting in different regions. And the only thing you're going to know things like that, and the only time you're going to know is meeting the people directly. Remember, I was doing this before, like, social media really hit. So a lot of times, you really didn't know unless you were facing yourself personally. But now through social media, especially with my state, when my state started, you can see the comments of people responding to your songs and telling you, like, where I'm from, okay, and I'm working the song. So you learn, like, where, where you, your strong point is and part where your, your music is popular, more popular, and you can directly reach out to these things, people. And um, through social media, is how I started really coming you know, from these tours and stuff, too. You know, I like to post bulletins on, like, my face about features and, and bookings and people get that promoters and all that. 
Yeah, MySpace, long gone, man. Yeah. Right, <laughs> those those days. Yeah. Well, I like MySpace. I used to like that because you know, it, 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 you know, you could post songs and it, it count down the views and how many people checking the song out. So you know, that was empowering for artists. But before that, you used to always kind of have to act how the song is doing, how it's you know, right, regulated, get feedback. But but when social media came, it kind of let you know itself. Like you could just post up and. See how many people listening to what song and what song is hitting and where they speak from, you know, and getting direct feedback. And that's the motivation, you know what I'm saying? So, any artist that to know, you know what I'm saying, how people gravitate towards your music. Those Scion tours, did they ever uh, hook you up with a car or anything? <laughs> nah, I ain't hitting nobody no cars. That's what I know of. <laughs> but yeah, man, those, those are some good old days right there. I wish they would, you know, still do stuff like that, but I, I haven't heard about it. I was just fortunate. Yeah, and I remember you did a show with uh, Mad Lib here too uh, around that time at the Abbey Pub, and yeah, that was another another good show, man. You just came on stage and ripped it, and a lot of people who don't know, like your style, it's like effortless, but you're going fast at the same time, man. How'd you develop that style? Well, I mean, through the years, throughout the years, and you know, and I was always fired by like the older pioneers and it's like Treacherous Three, Steelers Four, and Treacherous Three is a rap fan, like a yeah, song called rap, New Rap Language. But you know, I always like that next level type flow and little into like vocabulary and stuff like that. So I was inspired by songs like that with Steelers Four, um, Treacherous Three, you know, the message and songs like that. Just real conscious hip hop, but fan um, Special K, Treacherous Three, you know, yeah, I remember he was told he had a record called It's a Dope Song, Tila Rock. Definitely T. Rock, Special K's brother. And T. Rock used to have to be down with one of my uncles, my uncle Jesse, my mother's youngest sibling. But um, my uncle Jesse, way back in the 70s, he had a crew called the Undefeated Four. And um, T. Rock was one of them. It's just before he made records and everything. It was like my uncle Jesse was DJ Cool Breeze, and T. Rock, and even Bombay, and Fields on. Yeah, I did it. I was growing up, going to my grandmother's house, grandmother Sadie. You know, best compete for her. You know, but when I was a little kid, just going over to her house, Morris Saturn, 997 Morris Saturn. Going over there, my uncle would be playing music in the room. My oldest brother is Devon, too. He's been two years younger than my uncle. So, um, you know, I grew up with that, just going over there. And when I come back to the neighborhood, throwing park jams out in the summertime, going through the night. But as far as like, the, the style, you know, the early pioneers, listening to like Treasure Street, you know what I'm saying? Some sort of song, you know, saying like like the rap new language and the song like that's a good idea. But um, you know, but then it was more about trying to home in and craft my own kind of, you know, what I was doing, just trying to make my own niche and how right. I can do it, my own program, my own stuff, and innovate. So you could hear it, and you go back, even when I was down a little finesse, you could kind of see how I was rapping a little fast, the words compacting my words together, and so you know that came with time. Developing my style, after a while, it became like a trademark. And I said, I don't really write. When I be writing rhymes, I ask me, but I never wrote rhymes to music. I don't really like to write the music. I just write them. Really? Man, that's different than a lot of artists do that. So, how do you do it? What's your uh, what's your way of doing it then? Back then, you know, people say head rhymes, or people will say freestyle now, but back then it was like unwritten. I would just say unwritten, spontaneous verse. You know what I'm saying? But um, I never spit like that. I always write and then it's like, wow. The old fashioned way, I think. A lot of cats. All the records that, you know, yeah, people like Big Daddy Kane on, Akimo, those are written wild. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. They learn it, but I didn't record it. 
So that's my preference. But now you have a lot of artists. You know, and it's a gift. If you can spit rhymes without writing something, it's really quality worth you saying. That's a gift in itself. But I don't put people down just because they can write. You know what I'm saying? That makes you know, sense. When, if you can write rhymes or spit rhymes without writing, but it's about the quality of me more than the ability to just say rhymes without off the top of the head. Because if you're saying something right, you shouldn't just get so much credit just because you're not writing. <laughs> you just good with the Right. Good rhymes. If you spit people write rhymes that ain't good. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just trying to say whoever I judge is whoever just saying the good rhyme. That should be the criteria. You just focus on saying good rhyme not just because it's not written that should automatically be labeled as dope artist. You know? Still got to be saying something dope. No, without a doubt. And you brought up Lord Finesse and it's hard to talk to Percy P and not talk about the legendary battle 1989 like you talked about Patterson Projects. Talk about that day, man, and just like what led up to it. And, you know, we're talking about it in 2020. I mean, that's how legendary that battle was at Lord oh. Finesse. Oh, man. Well, I could tell you, um, there's a guy named Tony Webb. He's from the private party. Well, Patterson Project. He went to school at Lord Finesse, so he kind of knew him at the same hospital. But Tony, so, you know, I guess instigate stuff just playing around and being same thing like to finesse like yeah my man Percy P everybody in part project that's what Paul Finesse is from a guy named Bachelor from Forest Project. But he also come back to me saying this guy in finesse from Forest come on here everybody in Patterson. You know, I tell him that's when you meant Percy P. They used to do that kind of just thing what would happen. But it wasn't no animosity when me and Lord Finesse met. It was more of curiosity to see people about each other than any he got. And um it was a legendary battle, but the guy who videotaped that name is Dave Gonzalez. Anybody ever saw my video, I got a new video called um, Making Music. Percy P and Chuck Chiller Making Music. It's right on my YouTube playlist, Percy P Songs and Features. You go on that playlist, for the track start, I use um, drops from different artists and shout outs and stuff. And on it, in the, in one of the drops is the guy who actually videotaped that battle. So his name is Dave Gonzalez. And I want to um, give him a shout out and let people know who he is. You know, so if it wasn't for him going to get his camcorder, he wouldn't even have that battle. That was the smartest thing that he did. Like, when we first, that was the smartest thing we did, basically waited for him to get that footage. Because the battle's supposed to be on the other side of the project. I was at my man house, my man Wu. So I was in his house, and um, AG knew where I would be, you know what I'm saying, who I was hanging around. So um, basically, when he, he called Wu out the window and Wu looked down, I was like, yeah, was Percy up there with you? And he said, yeah. So we looked outside. He's like, yeah, finesse down here. Remember, like, this battle was talked about for, like, like two weeks. Right. Going outside, keep hearing about the battle. I mean, same thing, right, first. So when we got outside, Dave was like, yo, let me go get my camcorder. We walked across the street to my side, the north side of the park. So I over and went from the building. He was 15, East 143rd Street. And the rest was history. We waited for him. But Nick had his radio, my partner. Nick is not a performer and um, I used to carry tapes with me with like beats and playing and stuff. Just a minute, he just threw it in. That was the smartest thing we did because that's the way before the internet. You know what I'm saying? You see, we all right. So we made history not knowing. And when I battled off and then she didn't have a record out of anything. So I, I had like a homicide out already, it was like the year before. But it still was playing in 89. I didn't know that the next day, Lord Finesse was, was, was going to be in a um, music seminar. I never knew that. Yeah, I found out that years later, you know, listening to his interview, he was like, yeah, you know, next day I was on a, um, I was in a music seminar. I never knew that. And actually, in 1990, music seminar, I was a part of that. Man. So, but, um, yeah, man. That, that was his story. It made history. And that was July 13th, 1989. So, 
Oh, we're year. coming up on it. 31st anniversary. Yeah. Coming up. July 13th, 31st anniversary. It will be. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and it's like what twenty minutes long, and it's just like a you know round for round, pound for pound battle between both of you guys, just going back and forth. It's just it's just legendary. Yeah. People need to check it out. Yeah, yeah, it's classic. I wish it, it it should be more known, more viewed, but I think you know definitely made impact. But it'd be nice to feel like these a lot of these battle these battle rap leagues just to repost that. I would love to see that being reposted on some of those kind of platforms. And we got definitely had a lot of followers and views and subscribers, but just imagine it's like a smack one of those kind of shows ultimate um like rap battle league, whatever. They uploaded that battle, it just the views would go up more, but also the comments and the notoriety of that battle. You know what I'm saying? People just know about it and spread more and be more like, you know, go more viral and just spread around and the historic value to that battle I just think it needs to be more seen. People can see it. But I don't think everybody thought about it. The way people watch rap battles now, they need to be like bold. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. It'd be I, nice, definitely, like on a day like the 13th, July 13th, that they will post something like that. Just put it out there. And get people what happened, you know? yeah. I'm sorry for cutting you up what you were saying. No, I was going to say, uh, when people come up to you, did they ever tell you that you won, Lord Finesse won? What's like the uh, the ratio? Who thought who won the battle? I mean, obviously, you thought you won, of course, right? Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, not, I never really hear it like that. I mean, I just look in the comments, you know, look in the comments. And then some people will have their own, what they like, preferably. Like, some people will be like, y'all like more punchline. Some people like patterns and flow. So people judge the battle different. You know, I remember looking at some interviews a long time ago that I had, and it was talking about that battle, and it was strictly on the battle. And it was about the guy who was saying nobody won, because if you listen to artists like this, then you would think, course, the P one. But if you like, this kind of style of rapping, then like that, and it was more like that. But I would just say it's a win for both of us because it was more like we made history not knowing what we want to do. And the, the good thing about it is that we caught it on tape. It wasn't nothing that we talked about. Like it was something that people really can watch now. Right. And we can vouch that we actually were spitting back then, and we didn't sound like we just started rap at that time. You know what I'm saying? But the great thing about it is that me and Lil Finesse went on tour together, did a European tour together. So our very first show that we ever booked together, like for the show, was the was in um June twenty first. Matter of fact, yeah, June twenty first. Yeah, I should have I should have posted that flyer. I kind of let I forgot all about it. Mm-hmm. But in, in Bristol, UK, June twenty first in Bristol, UK, they um bought me and Lord Finesse out in twenty fourteen. That that was the twenty fifth anniversary. They brought us to to Bristol, and that show was so packed. That's just that one show. People came from all over because there's only one show. First time ever. Me and Lord Finesse booked them to do a whole set, like I'm doing my set and he who is and he had um DJ um Fusion Boogie Blind. DJ Boogie Blind was there. And that was June twenty first, two thousand fourteen. So December twenty fourteen we wound up doing a European tour. You know what I'm saying, me and Finesse. So those shows was packed. You know what I'm saying? But that time we, we took um DJ Precision from Execution as he came out and DJ for both of us and stuff. So but a lot of footage you can see. You know, I have like a lot of um, video on my YouTube channel, playlist called Person P Live. They hit that playlist and you'll see clips of different shows, whatever, tours, clips. But um, yeah, that's what I do. I just try to maintain that, put a lot of content on it online for those who probably never even been out to see. But for promoters as well, promoters need to see that. If you do have following and um, you're still active and let them see where you perform. Right. Pass through the crowds and, you know, but that's why I do it. 
that's just crazy, this little battle in, in the Bronx. And the next thing you know, you guys are on stage somewhere far away. And people are really, you know, just excited oh, to yeah. see you two guys on the same stage together. I mean, it's just amazing to see like how something so, I don't want to call it underground, but it's like a, a battle, you know, when, you know, in the neighborhood turned out to be like this thing that's in another country or another state. You know, you know people all over the world are knowing about it. And it's, that's really awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is, we've kind of made it a landmark. Well, I was, um, like, feel like these hip hop museums, I wish that battle hit kind of implemented, like, and just put in there somehow. They have this, this museum, this Bronx University, um, Universal Hip Hop Museum in the Bronx, but I'm trying to see what's up with that. I know they're in the 70s right now, last time before this corona, it was in the 70s, but hopefully when they reach the 80s, try to figure out getting that battle mentioned and being part of it. Because it definitely needs to be more heard about. And at least we got the footage. So even if it's a still shot from the from the, the battle, but they got screens and stuff in there, so they could just have the battle running on the screen, just little billboard. Just on a constant loop, right? Battle. Just just running all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just let it keep running. While people just looking, you don't have to hear it, but it can just be seen, visuals, and just have it right up on the board about who wrote for this is, who I am, and boom. We both went on to do, you know, things, whatever. We're still available right now, still active. What I love about that video too when you watch it and definitely everybody listening go check out that on YouTube go to Percy Peace channel it seemed like it went on forever because it was not quite dark yet but at you know the end of the battle it's nighttime so it felt like it went on really long it, you know like just the way that the visuals look like it felt like it was a longer time yeah. and it was only 20 minutes it was almost like a like a showdown at sunset or something man <laughs> yeah it did do that yeah, man. Like, you don't, don't do yeah, I don't think I like with that ice cream truck pulling up on Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I felt like that. Like, I, I just felt that like I ain't really being heard. <laughs> truck pulled up. I guess they're trying to make money, but they didn't realize like you're doing just trying this out. Um, yeah, but some people you look at the comments. Some people like it. Oh man, it's kind of good. Man. But I didn't really like. It. <laughs> like yeah, because you're trying I'm to do something here. You know. Got it on tape. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just try to see on the opportunity to see a lot of people standing around trying to pull up on us and just hope to make some money, but not realizing me doing the same time sitting in that ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Before Wu Tang made an ice cream joint, you guys were rapping over an ice cream uh truck sound. So yeah, shout out to you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then two thousand three there's the rematch between you and Lord Finesse. Oh yeah. Yeah, I put that, that's from a movie called SBX, Holding Down the Tradition. And I'm, I put that in the YouTube playlist as well. And the link is right attached to my Instagram profile at the real Percy P. The real Percy P, my Instagram profile. And I'm right there on the, on the profile page is a link, and that's my YouTube playlist. But I actually put the full movie, that movie, SBX, on the playlist. And that's the scene from the movie, you know what I'm saying? The scene of the real rap battle, that was the original rap battle, and then at the end, you see that. On to like the rematch, we call it rematch. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, that's the best thing from the movie. But um, basically, it's us just commemorating that landmark and us just showing how we still active. In the future, we came back and landed on the same location. And the crazy thing is that when you watch my new rap video, my new video, um, Percy P and Chuck Chiller making music, I went, I revisited that location again. And I even went to Fat Beat. I, I went around landmark spot in that video, stood in front of Fat Beat. I stand for yeah, even though it's not there no more, but I stood right there, went to the location where about a little finesse and just went around. What past Electric Lady Studio, Jimmy Hendrix Studio, like all you know, landmarks and stuff. 
West 4th Street train station, electric, um, legendary rap basketball court right there. So, you know, real heads, that street, that know, like, landmarks, and they recognize me. Like, yeah. And they check that video out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that video, it's like paying homage to you before, you know, the song comes on. It shows a lot of clips like you with Pete Rock, and there's even something with Eminem in a bathroom or whatever. He's coming out of a bathroom stall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. you guys have and a that, battle, that, too, that, right? That footage of me and Eminem, that was um, a part of a public access show. Um, rest in peace to my man G Rod. Yeah, he's the guy who who had the show called Ghetto Videos. And so that was an um, interview that he had when Eminem was just kind of coming out, and he had a press release date. And you know, he had asked me if I wanted to go down there and do an interview with him. Yeah, Corey Dawkins, another host of the show. So I picked and choose where I wanted to go for all the interviews and stuff. And the Eminem, when I say I, I I go down there, but he always wanted me to rap. With he was like, Yo, man, make sure you get some bars involved with him so I show it on the show so basically that, that was like public access TV show for you and when it came on YouTube it was really because of Stone Stone like you know Peanut Butter Wolf and when I told them he gone and, you know on Stone Stone Records I told them that um, they got footage of me with EMS and then Pat Joe was like well yeah that footage with the footage so I, I gave them the footage it was on uh, 8 mil it was on VHS tape at the time and um, they put it up on YouTube uploaded but you know he had, he had way more followers so that's how everybody see it now but at that time it was just footage from public access TV shows in um, Manhattan neighborhood network I'm one did you and Eminem have a battle there too or no um nah nah now he was cool though he knew yeah. who I was when he, when I said who I was he, he, he knew who I was I mean stuff he remembered me he remembered me from off in that album and plus I was in the Source magazine I was quotable in the Source May 92 issue the source so that law for that song yes you may the source I got the quotable hip hop quotable May 92 issue and you know the remix to that song was the first song Big L was on so you know it's good times but he definitely remembered me from that and so, yeah, he expressed that to me you know yeah, no doubt. And that was an Interscope Records for, for for those who don't know, but that we was in Interscope Records, and he had a, like a whole day of just being interviewed with people. And but when we went to the bathroom, it was when he decided to change the location, he was tired of sitting where he was sitting doing the interview after interview. So he said, "Let's just go different spots." We walked in that bathroom. That's how we started up the interview. Like we was in using the stall and we walked out. And my man was like, yo, yo, what's up? Yeah, what's your pee? And that's, you know, so for those who don't know, though, that's, that's why we wound up being that was in a school record. Man, it, it, it's crazy to see it in that Chuck Chiller video like you're talking about. It shows a clip of that. So, uh, yeah, just to see you guys, it, it just it's bugged out because Eminem comes out of a bathroom stall and you're like, what's going on here? But <laughs> it's funny, man. What's some of your favorite producers you worked with or artists? Anybody that you uh, haven't worked with that you would like to? And who are some of the ones you've worked with in the past that, you know, you really liked working with? I know Madlib well, somebody did um, a lot of good good work with, of course. Yeah, man, you know, definitely. I work with Madlib, yeah, but um, yeah, I got a new project. I'm trying to work on right now. Got a few rock beats. I talked to my man, Easy Mo B. Yeah. And then more. So I have a beat to like, you know, Lord Vanessa, we have to talk about stuff. I have to show over here. But yeah, I'm talking about West Coast people, and George and Mojo, and all that. So I got some, and the cooks, I just don't really talk about it. I'm kind of taking my time, but I want it to be quality. I don't want to, like, you know, rush on that, but definitely going right. to be something classic cooking up. So. Okay, I we got to look for that. Bit. 
been following Percy P. Yeah, definitely, definitely don't want to get this. Man, it's like that Chuck Chilla song, just like an appetizer, then, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. But I ain't really like putting no no leaks. In. I ain't one to be putting out. You know how people just keep pushing out mixtapes, free downloads, and all that. I was never one for all that. I just kind of wait for my product. I ain't want to over push myself and you know expose myself like that. But I do give you a lot of music when you click on my um my YouTube playlist. You got a lot of content on it. So and click the and check those um. Check out the, the comment section because what I did was in each video I put links in there. If you look, you'll see like the project, you know, follow the song, you'll see what album it came out on. Sometimes I'll give you interviews and clips of other things, but you gotta check the comments section. You'll run into like the things I've been posting in these videos, the songs on the playlist. Yeah, you brought up Big D before and that album I have it. You know, you have a song on there with True Story and it, like we were talking about, I rep New York remix with Raph from Dirt Tune and Peter Gunn. So it's definitely doing a lot of stuff that's out there. People could go find it. And uh, yeah, that work we do with Easy Moby and Big D. Some real classic stuff right there. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's an honor to work with him, man. Dude, you know, he got a lot of accolades, man. He worked with a lot of big name artists. So it's like I had him to work with 12 people I worked with. And there's Jay Dill, Mo P, Mo Man, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to him. Oh, Mo Man. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Mo Man way back in the day. Matter of fact, I got a song that I did with Mo Man from like 97 on my playlist. And I came out there and we recorded song. Me, while me, um, Mom Fashion by Kelly did some keep saying, Yeah. But um on that playlist I put a song that was never released by Kevin Beecham from Time Travel Show from out there. I was on his show and the other spot. And um but yeah, took some recording and put it on YouTube. So I added one of them. Songs produced by Mick Massacre Mick Massacre from a moment. He um he did it. The song called Spark the Mic. It's on there on the playlist. Man. Yeah. Any producers you want to work with that you haven't worked with yet? I know you mentioned Pete Rock as well i mean we gotta see and and you know as long as it's good i mean i ain't i know ain't what i did yes you may with showbiz that's his show showbiz um it's called yes you may it was produced by him but as far as like the actual song or law finesse law finesse focus to do something with me you know, and, you know but i just gotta really hit them up about this project and then you know just get a track it's one i don't need like four five and one i want to try to do like a party with a whole bunch of different people there's one trap from each. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Like Some classic. Like Nas, how he did his um, Illmatic. But he had most. But I wanted like one from one from you, man. Like that. Make impact and statement. You know what I'm saying? At the same time. Like, right. Now that's the way to do it. To make a, you make a classic album that way. Yeah. And make real hip hop. That's you know what, what that's what we're all fiending for, back. man. Yep. And <laughs> yeah, keeping it that way. Keeping the tradition alive, man. Man. What's your favorite verse you ever did, man? Does one ever pop up when you're thinking of uh, songs you've done or verses? Is there one that you always kind of think of that's your favorite? One of my favorite? Yeah. You have a favorite verse that you've done um, or a song? Well, it's hard. There's a lot of features. Like, I would say like the day of the races when I did Jurassic Park. Oh, Big Daddy Kane, right? Yeah. Yeah. That one. Um, Unstoppable. Yeah. Me and um, Planet Asia. That was a good one. You know, JS1 album. He did JS1, his album. And, um, Brown original, but um, I put the song on the playlist. But a lot of them features, man. I mean, me and Wild Child and MD and the song Nick Mac. That was crazy. That was the first song I did on Stone So that record right there. That's you know, monumental to me. It's just like the first time people heard me on the Stone So record. It's that Nick Mac, man. That song kicked. <laughs> yeah, um, man. Yeah, man. I I just say I really can't say like what's my favorite because it's like every time I try to rhyme. I try to make a statement. 
on right. song because like it could be somebody's first time hearing me. So I'm always in that mode of trying to entice people to hear me, hear more music from me. Oh, who's this cat? I need to hear more. So I always gonna put my effort into a lot of effort. You know what I'm saying? Just try to get you to hear more music or want to. That's why I put the playlist. So when y'all check that playlist, yeah, then you tell me that I pick and choose the right the right song. <laughs> I'm thinking bars too, and I'm thinking you know I'm the beat too, but I'm thinking bars as well. So when you tell me if I pick the right song to be on that playlist, you know, listen to it and drive around, listen to it. Preferably drive to that playlist <laughs> and just ride around, just listen to it like that. <laughs> That's the way to do it, man. Or they could just put in uh, Perseverance, the album you did with uh, Madlib. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Now I put some Perseverance tracks on that playlist. And the remixes. I put both both versions on that playlist and along with a lot of other songs and speeches and stuff. Like I think the playlist go up to like ninety four videos or something. That's a lot of content. And it it includes live performances too, clips from tours and stuff and um interviews. I put interviews, video interviews and stuff in there as well. I walk people to the location where I battle all finesse and all that in that playlist. You you see and I put the movie F B S. I just kind of like was telling my history and a lot of storytelling and stuff through the music, through the content. Basically, I'm just trying to pull people in and teach them who Percy P is and give them my history at the same time. Yeah, that uh, that Perseverance album, that's a, that's a classic. I like that song, The Woman Behind Me. There's so many bangers on that record, man. Oh, yeah. So definitely go check that out, people listening. Yeah. What's it like working oh, with yeah, Mad Lib, man? Too. Yeah, yeah, the video. Yeah, there's a video for that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Ivan Ives. Man. Ivan Ives. He did that video. And um yeah, Madlib is cool. To be honest, like I never worked with Madlib in the studio while I was recording because he never he he don't do it. Oh, That's okay. not his process. First I thought that he, I was taking the person like damn, but he didn't come in the studio. But I realized he don't he never goes to the studio. I read in a Zoom interview talking about he only you know, he just got beat CDs. That's the same way it went with me. Like Egon used to come with these beat CDs to just have snippets of Madlib beat. I pick and choose what I want, and then he would just let him know. This is what I chose, and if it's available, then I go in the studio and rap to it. And I looped it up, I guess, and rap to it, and he got the vocals. Once he got the rhymes, then he can take it from there. So, and then I heard, I got what you heard at the end. Okay, perfect dance is done now. Tell me what you think. And that's what you heard. You put the scratches, and J-Rock is doing cuts on the beat junkie. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? like The Last of the Greats, and, you know. Yeah, J-Rock used to tour with us as well when we did like shows and tours. J-Rock would be the DJ. And that had to be a big deal for you too because that's your debut album. You've only been in the game for so long just to get an actual album to yeah. to put your stamp on. You know what I mean? Like Percy P is here. He's got a record out. That had to be a monumental thing for you too just just personally. I oh bet. yeah. Yeah, it was because I knew how long I've been doing it for a long time but it was like I was being choicey too because I didn't want to be getting with the wrong chaps. You know what I'm saying? You know, his music business could be Sonny name or something. He's stuck. I didn't want that to happen. So I, I chose to be like on the street pushing music, keep my name out there talk about the right situation. And um, when I met them, I met Stone Store, I met J5 the same way, just pushing product, popping up places, selling music, not knowing they was fans. Like, you know what I'm saying? But they were like, yeah, man, we love to work with you, man. And matter of fact, when I first um, met, met Wild Child and Rooms and Madlib, I got the footage on my YouTube channel. The very first moment I met them, like, because I, I was selling tapes, old school tapes, Cold Crush and all that kind of stuff. I was selling my tapes. They didn't know who I was by face. They just knew of me when I said my name. 
So it was like, um, I was just selling tapes and he showed I had and he wanted them, you know. So like, okay, yeah, if we want this, it's old school. Look at Castle 8 Boy. Right. And it was like, yeah, we went through. We got a show, looked at the flyer, I knew where it was at. I was like, oh, I know this spot. I'm, I'm comfy. And it was at a spot called New Weekend Sports Cafe in New York City. The longest running open mic in the city. It's a legendary spot where they do like end up open mics, open words, legendary. But um, that's where it was performing. I was like, I'm going to come through. Yeah, I, I come down there. Because I always try to hit all the shows. I push my product and network. So I went and I was like, um, matter of fact, I, I rapped too. I don't know if you heard them. Percy P. I was like, what? what Percy P. from yesterday? Percy P. from that? Long class of Yeah. I was like, oh, man, let me get my camcorder. Wild child. He put out his camcorder. And I was spitting rhymes for him, but that's the footage that you see. You can see it on my Instagram, but also on my YouTube channel. Put the footage up there so you see Probably typed in YouTube, Percy P. Mandy, Wild Child, Jerome's, NYC, you'll, you'll probably see the footage. You know, I'm standing out there just spitting with them real quick. And, um, the rest was history. After that, I was like, yeah, man, maybe one day we can work together some. And sure, sure happened because I went out to Cali. I moved out to the West Coast. And, um, you know what I'm saying? And the rest was history. The rest was history. There it is, man. That's a classic album. And everybody listening, go check out Perseverance and check out Percy Piano's YouTube channel. You hear all these songs he's talking about, these legendary performances and concerts and interviews and such. Man, so people need to look out, too. You said you got some stuff coming out, and they can follow you on Instagram. What's your IG again, Instagram account? Yeah, my Instagram is the real Percy P. The real Percy P. Instagram and Twitter at the real Percy P. That's T-H-E. R E A L T E R C E E P, the real Percy P. And um, you know, you go on there, you can hit me in my email right on the profile. You can see P E R C E E three zero eight at gmail dot com. Percy three zero eight at gmail dot com. So you know, people can holler at me, features whatever you know, just get at me. It's some news, it's a new classic in the future. What's going on? No doubt. The one and only, the legendary Rhyme Inspector. How'd you get that, the Rhyme Inspector? How did that come up, by the way? I always thought that was a cool sound. Uh, yeah, the reason why I had that name, because like the old school pioneers, I always say, the old school people, you know, that was in hip-hop, like the name, they always had titles for their name. Grandmaster Class, the Grand Wizard Theodore, Chief Rocket DVD, the Microphone Wizard DLB, the Devastating Tito, Grandmaster Cass, like like that. So I said, the Rhyme Inspector, first like that. So let's, let's put the old school artists and DJs and MCs, they always kind of have these names, titles and funny names. So I figured the rhyme inspector, inspector is someone that must be good enough to kind of validate what you're doing, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so like I always a... try to think, think of myself in a high regard. And, you know, so that's that's what that came from. That's Percy right. P, just like the old school name, Biggie B, you know, names like that. Percy P, Biggie B, you know, Spoonie G, like that. So that's yeah, that's what it's all about. And I'm an old school head myself. You know, I'm over 40 years old. So, yeah, I definitely appreciate you taking me down memory lane and yeah. back to the Bronx and oh, all, yeah. all the the Lord Finesse battle. Like I said, people listening, go check that out. It's it's uh, 20 minutes of just, you know, round for round, two of the all-time greats just going at it, just out on the block. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, it's so oh, great, yeah. man. Right on the block, making history, yeah, yep, July 13th, 30, 31st anniversary. You know what I'm saying? It's coming, coming up. up soon. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be posting mm-hmm. about it, Percy P. I'm sure you'll let heads know about it. Remind us, let us know. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm going to make a post. I forgot. I should have did it on June 21st. I didn't even think to do it about the um 
the 25th anniversary, but I'm gonna just post it. I'm gonna post it. Man. It's like Thursday. It's Thursday. So I'll be like, I'll call it the throw, Thursday throwback or something. I'll just post it just to put it out there. In his third shape, you know? Thanks again to the Rhyme Inspector, the legendary lyricist Percy P, coming on the Infinite Banter Podcast. It's been an honor talking to you, dude. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks again to Percy P for coming on the Infinite Banter Podcast. A real honor to talk to him and hear about his 30 years in the game and, of course, that legendary battle with Lord Finesse. But let's go ahead and play that new joint you was talking about with Chuck Chilla. This is Making Music right here on the yeah, Infinite honored, Banter hey, Podcast. Chuck Chilla featuring Percy P, Making Music. Channel 7, man, representing DJ Real One and Dre Cobbs. Go cop that album, Universal Law. Shout out to DJ Soundwave on Infinite Banner. Dopest pod out there. Go check time for you to leave assholes all right kirk acevedo said it's time to go and that is exactly what i am going to do big up to percy p man it was such an honor talking to him been a fan of his for a long time one of my all-time favorite mcs and we'll leave you one more song before you get out of here this is real talk for perseverance remix album but before i go i cannot go without mentioning the death of carl reiner he had passed away this week he was 98 years old, and for me, being a big fan of Steve Martin movies and comedy, it was a really big loss, so I'm sad to hear that he passed away. So rest in peace to Carl Reiner. I watched A Man With Two Brains the other night to kind of rep for him, and uh, one of my all-time favorite Steve Martin films. So uh, The Jerk is my favorite comedy, and him and Carl Reiner put that movie together. So, you know, really sad to hear about Carl Reiner. Lived a really good life. Even in his last days, he was tweeting, had picture with a Black Lives Matter shirt on, so definitely respect to uh, Carl Reiner and uh, one of the all-time comedy legends. He 
will be missed without a doubt. All right, that's my time. Thanks again to Percy P. Check out the show Infinite Banter on all social platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Mixcloud, Pandora, Deezer. Follow the show on Twitter at Infinite Banter, Facebook at Infinite Banter, Instagram, Infinite Banter Podcast. And you can hear old clips from the show on YouTube. Just punch in Infinite Banter. All right, that's it. I'm out of here. Once again, thanks to Percy P. Follow Percy P on Instagram at The Real Percy P. Check out his YouTube channel, all the stuff he's talking about, all those videos and clips and everything. They're all there. He's a really cool dude and he's very interactive with his fans. So if you talk to him, message him, he will hit you back. So big up to Percy P, the legendary lyricist. All right, that's it. I'm out of here. Before we leave, here is Real Talk, Percy P from his Perseverance Remix album. Big up to Percy P once again. Here it is, Real Talk on the Infinite Banter Podcast. Thanks for checking out the show. I'm out. Hey, asshole, get off the road. Try labeling me, but the